Sports fans, betters, and cappers, and welcome to the weekday edition of the Competitive Hedge Podcast. I'm your host of the show, Kenneth Cotterell, and thank you all for joining me here today. Happy 2023 to everyone out there, and this podcast is all about sports and the world of betting. We talk about results from yesterday's games and headlines before diving into today's betting slate, and we cap things off with our daily betting card. Now, As I said, happy 2023 to everyone out there, to all of our loyal listeners. I hope you had an awesome holiday season. I got to spend some time with my family as I am a new uncle now. Very excited about that. Shout out to my sister and brother-in-law for having their baby girl. And also spent some time with my family, the wife's family, made some bets, ate some food, and certainly drank our house dry. But with that, Excited to head into 2023. Got a lot of great things planned for this show. Some big announcements coming up in the next couple weeks as well. But before we get into today's episode, this show is sponsored by Bet99. Bet99 is a Canadian sportsbook and casino that offers in-play betting, player props, a cash-out option, and many more great products. There are a variety of sports available on the website to bet on, including NHL, NBA, NFL, and MLB. Now, Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile, and their mobile app can be downloaded from the website's homepage. Now, depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free with a number of well-known methods available to use, so you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in both English and French, and customer service is available 24-7 with their live chat option. So go to bet99.com to make an account today. Use code SHOOTERSON at sign up, and please gamble responsibly. You must be 19 plus years of age to do so. It is available to persons in Ontario only. And if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or the gambling of someone close to you, contact Connex Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. So we took a couple weeks off. As I said, it was the holiday season. Wanted to spend some time with family there. But that doesn't mean that we cannot recap the month that was given we haven't done a show since I checked earlier today, December 7th. So let's recap December, uh, starting with the World Cup. I mean, Argentina, they won the World Cup. In what was one of the greatest World Cup finals of all time, uh, 3-3, they head into a shootout. You had Messi scored a couple goals and Bappe had a hat trick. Argentina comes out on top in a penalty shootout. So Messi, the goat of our generation, he gets his World Cup title that was eluding him for so long. Now, if we're talking about a guy who did not get a lot of praise during that World Cup, Cristiano Ronaldo. So he had a bad World Cup, and now he's heading to Saudi Arabia. He did score in his debut, but that should be no surprise. He should dominate over there. But he comes out looking poor given his situation with Manchester United. And now he's playing over in Saudi Arabia. Morocco, they went on a great World Cup run. And Croatia made their last run as well 
And I think the one thing that we learned out of all this is that Mbappe showed that he is up next in the soccer world. Now, NFL-wise, let's talk about yesterday. The Packers are alive and well, as are the Detroit Lions. Um, given the fact that the Packers have been one of the hottest teams over the last month or so, they head into that final game with the Lions, where if Green Bay wins, then they get into the playoffs. Detroit needs to win and a Seattle loss in order to get in now. Minnesota, Philly, they both stumbled yesterday. The 49ers squeaked one out in overtime. So what this means is that that one seed is still up for grabs in the NFC. Uh, Dallas, they have an opportunity to do so as well after they won on Thursday night. The Patriots, they took care of business at home versus Miami. And the Jets lost as well, meaning New England just needs to win their final game of the year. That one comes against the Buffalo Bills, though. Tampa Bay took care of business against Carolina, so looks like they are NFC South champs. Now they await the who's it going to be out of Philly and Dallas, and they get to play Atlanta the final week of the year. Now, NHL-wise, Boston, they continue to dominate. Carolina and Toronto are hot on their heels in the East as well. Dallas and Vegas are running things out West with the Kings and Jets hot on their heels. And the teams that are struggling, I think, to everyone's surprise, the Colorado Avalanche, mostly due to injuries, and the New York Rangers, who cannot figure out how to score goals. Now, NBA-wise, we are about a third of the way through the season there as well. Boston, they lead the East with Brooklyn hot on their heels. They're on an 11-game win streak right now, as well as the Milwaukee Bucks. And then out West, it is the Wild Wild West, as Denver leads the conference with New Orleans, Dallas, and Memphis not far behind. This one's so tight that third and 10th are separated by just five games at this juncture. And the Raptors and Golden State have both struggled out of the gate. Will they be able to bounce back? Now, the rest of the world, we have per number one Purdue and number 22 New Mexico are the last remaining undefeated teams in college basketball. The consensus number one team in the nation to start the year was North Carolina. They've struggled early as they've already picked up a number of losses Duke and Villanova or other teams that have struggled as well, as has Creighton, all teams that were in the top 15 to 20 to open up the year. EPL-wise, Arsenal, they continue to lead the Premier League by seven points over Manchester City. Newcastle and Manchester United hold down the top four spots right now, while Liverpool and Chelsea have struggled the first half of the year, and Tottenham, they've struggled recently. And then to cap things off, lastly, we get Georgia. They edged out Ohio State 42-41. to and TCU handled Michigan 51 to 45. So we have a Georgia TCU national title game with Georgia opening up as 13 point favorites. So with that, we got to head over. We got to talk about the daily game slate. That's what we're here for. We're all about the bets over here. But before we do, let's play the video. All right, so let's get right into things. We've got one EPL game happening today. That is Brentford versus Liverpool. Brentford are heavy underdogs at home at plus 450 with Liverpool at minus 175. Now, one thing to monitor in this game is we're still unsure of the health of Ivan Tony. He had a great game midweek, but now he is a game-time decision for this game with a strain along with five other Brentford players. So this is one that I would hinge this entirely on if Tony goes. He is the engine that makes this team run. Liverpool, they're still without Luis Diaz, but they should be fine personnel-wise. 
Liverpool's also won four in a row coming into this game with Brentford. They've lost, they haven't lost in their last five league games either. So if Tony goes, I like the both teams to score. I also like Brentford double chance at plus 125. If he doesn't go, just fade the game altogether. There's no real value in Liverpool minus 175 on the road. I'm also not going to go out and bet a multi-goal spread or even a first half money line because I could see this game being 1-0. So stay away from this game depending on the health of Ivan Tony. NBA-wise, we got 11 games happening tonight. Not a lot that we like, though. We're only leaning on two of them now. These are the ones that we're fading and our reasons why. The Suns and Knicks, no Devin Booker, no R.J. Barrett. Don't love that for either side. I would lean Phoenix, but I don't want to bet it overall, so I'm staying away. The Lakers and Charlotte, no Anthony Davis still. This is one to monitor, see if LeBron goes tonight. If he does, I would take them to beat Charlotte. If not, don't love the Lakers' chances. Toronto and Indiana, looks like Fred Van Vliet is a game-time decision for tonight as well, so another injury to monitor, whether you're going to side with Toronto or the Red Hot Pacers. You got Chicago and Cleveland. Garland and Mobley, they are both game-time decisions as well in that game. So if they go, I would lean Cleveland, but that also means that that number is going to move if they do decide to go. Denver and Minnesota, key players missing here as well. No Jamal Murray, no Carl Anthony Towns. Don't love that for either side. I would lean Denver still with Jokic going, but we could see an Anthony Edwards night, so I'm going to stay away. Dallas, they're minus 6.5 on the road against Houston. I'd like to think that they could cover that but they are only 6-11 and 11 on the road this year, so they have not been a great road team, so I'm going to stay away. Portland and Detroit. Detroit's got some injuries and suspensions, whereas Portland could be missing some role guys, so don't want to touch that game either. Atlanta and Golden State, no Capella, no Curry, no Wiggins. Wiseman's a game-time decision. A lot of injuries. Would definitely lean Atlanta tonight, but not going to play it. And then Miami and the Clippers. Miami's been in better form recently, but they are also a bad road team this year, so I'm going to stay away from that game. So with that said, that leaves two games. What are the two that we like today? New Orleans and Philadelphia. Philly is minus 5.5 at home today. Now the Pelicans, they're playing 500 basketball for the last couple of weeks here, whereas the Sixers, they've won 8 of their last 10, so the Sixers are coming in in form. Now why do I like this game? Well, the Pelicans, they've lost 7 of their last 10 to Philadelphia, but they've covered in seven of their last eight head-to-head. Now, there's no Brandon Ingram tonight for New Orleans. They've been missing him for a while, but I still like their ability to go in and cover on the road, given their recent form of doing so. Um, the line has stayed at minus five and a half overnight. We'll see if this line moves any at all throughout the day, but right now I do like the Pelicans to cover. San Antonio, they are plus 13 and a half against Brooklyn. And as I said earlier in the show, Brooklyn's won 11 straight games. So backing a team that's won 11 straight is never a bad thing. Not only because they've won that many in a row, but they've also covered eight of those games as well. So they are doing well against the spread. The Spurs have won just four of their last 10. And head-to-head with Brooklyn, they have lost five in a row. Uh, So I really do like Brooklyn today. Uh, They've covered four of those last five wins as well over the Spurs. So as much as I don't like taking a steep number like that, it's even moved to minus 12 and a half now. So if you can get that down to minus 11 and a half, minus 11 by tip off, then I think you're in a really good spot. NHL wise, given that it is the second, that means that we have the Winter Classic today, but we're staying away from that Winter Classic. Always weird games, especially when you get a 2 p.m. Eastern time puck drop. 
I would lean Boston today over Pittsburgh, but it's just not a value that I really want to play, especially when you go and look and Boston's minus 175. Don't love them in regulation either, so staying away from that game. Now, Vegas and Colorado, this is one that I would play tonight. Um, Colorado, they are minus 165 right now with the over-under sitting at six. Now, Vegas, they've clearly been the better team this year, but Colorado does have the better recent form. They won six of their last 10 games, but they only went over in three of those games that they played. Now, one thing to note between these two teams is that when they do square off, they tend to go under. Seven of the last 10, including four straight, have gone under between these two teams, so I would lean the under in this game. The other game tonight is Philly and Anaheim, with Philly as slight road favorites. Both teams are below 500 in their last 10. They hit the over consistently, but I just don't like either of these teams. Uh, A lot of the reasons why they've gone over is because the opponent has scored on them, so I'm staying away from this game tonight, even with Philly as a slight road favorite. College basketball-wise, you got two ranked teams playing tonight. Rutgers taking on number one, Purdue, with Purdue as minus eight and a half. That was minus seven and a half last night, so we may see this line continue to move. Now, Rutgers, they're nine and four against the spread this year, so I really do like this number, and if I can keep having Rutgers move up, maybe get to that plus nine, nine and a half, then I feel great about them covering tonight because while Purdue... They are 13-0. and They've only covered in four games this year. So one of the worst teams against the spread. Rutgers defensively are very solid. They only give up 54 points per game. And Purdue's offense is pretty solid. But going up against that defense, I think Rutgers could really make this a close game. So really love that number. West Virginia, number 24 in the nation, take on Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State are slight favorites at home at minus 3.5. It was 2.5 last night. So if you're on West Virginia, maybe wait a little bit longer on this number. Both teams are 7-6 and against the spread on the year. And West Virginia loves the over, while Oklahoma State loves the under. So it is a tough game to navigate, but we definitely have a play for this one later on in the show. And then to cap things off, we got Monday Night Football tonight. The Buffalo Bills, they are minus 1.5, taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. That over-under line sitting at 49.5. Now, These are two of the hottest teams in football right now. You've got the Bengals, who have won seven straight games. They've got quality wins over teams like the Chiefs over that stretch. And then you've got Buffalo, who have won six in a row in their own right. So both these teams are clicking on all cylinders. Now, I think you're going to see a ton of people on the over tonight. When you see 49 and a half, a lot of people think that we're going to see 35-31 or 31-28 type finish. And I agree. I think it is going to be a high scoring game. I don't like it enough to play the over because I could definitely see this one being 28-21 at the end of the day. So I'm staying away from the over. Do have a player prop in a little bit here, but I think that we're going to see Burrow and Allen. They're going to be in a shootout. Both of these teams want to get that one seed in the AFC. And so I'm staying away from the actual game, but we'll play a player prop right away here. So with that, those are all the games that are happening today. So What are we betting on today? Well, we're going to go to our last call pick segment. This is sponsored by Last Mountain Distillery. And before we get into it, let's play the video. All right, so our Last Mountain Uh, Distillery is our last call pick segment sponsor, and they are a family-owned and operated business located in Lumsden, Saskatchewan. 
the heart of grain country. Saskatchewan's first microdistillery's success lies in their commitment to producing high-quality handcrafted spirits. Their craft distilling process brings out the full flavor of the grain and leaves a smooth finish unlike any other. Their holiday seasonal releases are still out, including their famous cherry whiskey, chocolate hazelnut truffle liquor, and new local candy cane vodka. We got the local sweater on today as well. So really love the folks over there at Last Mountain. As I said, we drank our house dry over the holiday season. Really like their, their bottled old fashion that they have as well. So definitely go and check out some of the phenomenal products they have over there. So what are we trying to do here today? Well, we're trying to be profitable, but we're also not wanting to go out and play a million plays just because it's the new year and we're feeling good about it. And in 2023 is going to be our year, as everyone loves to say, the New Year's resolutioners. But the holiday season's over. We want to pay off some of those gifts. And so in order to do so, we're going to be a bit selective today. We got four plays that we liked. No point in going bankrupt two days in. So we have four plays for today. And let's start out with our first one, which is the Colorado Avalanche and the Vegas Golden Knights under six and a half at minus 125. And this is a one and a half unit play for us. Now, as I said, recent meetings, they've gone under, including four in a row. A lot of those games, though, have been relatively close. It's been three to two finishes. And so I want to avoid the push here, which is why I went to the six and a half. Yes, we lose a little bit of value at minus 125. But this is to protect if you get that three to two game and then you get the empty netter, moves it to six. Now, obviously, if we get three, three at any point, then we're screwed. But I think that the goaltending is good enough in this matchup where we see a lower scoring game. I like the under six and a half here and love the value at minus 125. We're also playing in the NBA, the New Orleans Pelicans. <laughs> this is the play that we talked about the most, and it's because they just figure out a way to cover against the Sixers, even without Brandon Ingram. The Pelicans, the, yes, they've been an average road team. They're 7-9 and nine on the road. The Sixers love to play well at home. They're 14-5 and five at home this year, but Philly, they've won three of the last four head-to-head, -head, and they barely covered in those games or not covered at all. So I really love the Pelicans tonight. I think they keep it close. Zion and company want to make a statement against an Eastern Conference contender, and they will do so tonight. Then we got the West Virginia Musketeers and the Oklahoma State Cowboys over 139 at minus 110. This is a one and a half unit play as well. And I'm really banking on the Oklahoma State home crowd tonight to get them past that 70 point mark that we're going to need them to. Now, I also like West Virginia. I would play the straight-up money line. I would play their spread, especially if you can get it to plus four, because I believe that their offense is going to cross 70 for sure tonight. But when you have two teams that are averaging over 150 points per game combined, and I see that 139 spot, I really just need one of these offenses to go crazy tonight. I think they have the ability to do so. So give me West Virginia and Oklahoma State over. And then to cap it off, Stephon Diggs over 72 and a half receiving yards versus the Bengals. This is a minus 110 play for two units. Now, you might think I'm crazy given the recent form of Stephon Diggs. He's coming off his worst game of the year. He had just two catches for 26 yards. He hasn't crossed this number in three straight games either. At some point, a top five wide receiver is going to have a big game. And I think tonight is the night as the Bills try and make a statement that they are the best team in the AFC heading into the playoffs. Now, I do think that the fact that the Bengals are 21st against the pass is really a great sign for Diggs tonight. And so I see a shootout. I see a big Diggs night as well. And at the end of the day, what do we want to do tonight?
We want to make some money. Let's go and do so tonight. Be sure to go and follow us over on Twitter as well. We have our live college basketball plays that we might have throughout the day. Not the loaded card that we normally see in college basketball, but still some great value out there. So we may have some plays over there as well. We're over on BetStamp as well. That's where we track all of our plays as well. And so we appreciate everyone who tuned in. We are happy to be back for the show in 2023. It's going to be a big year. Plenty of money, plenty of profit. And we'll see you guys tomorrow morning for the Competitive Edge podcast.